Hey, welcome back, everybody. Good to have you back inside the cafe once again. Man, thanks for making time for us. It's Wednesday night, and we open it up for more discussion about great music going on right around Winchester. We appreciate your time. My name is Brian Dick, and I'm here with my co-host, a man who is excited about tonight's guest because he put it all together. It's Ryan Copen. Hey, everybody. How you feeling, brother? I'm doing awesome. I am very excited for tonight. I was uh, telling the group I listened to the first episode. Yeah. Episode 13, I think it was. Yeah. Been a while. Way back when. And we're excited. And thank you guys very much for joining us for a second round of this. Absolutely. Just to mark the time, Greg, it's, it's been, this is episode 80 now. So that's wow. been a while since you guys were here. Yeah, it has been a while. Yeah, it was, uh, it's been over a year. Yeah, it's been a while. But uh, it, for those who don't know, our, my dining room is full right now. And it's very cool. Um, but, but I've got it's uh, like Thanksgiving. Uh, it really is. Right? I just need to serve food. But the, the turkey, bourbon's fine. Just bourbon. <laughs> the wonderful voices everybody hears around here, of course, are the great band uh, raised on analog right here in Winchester. We've got Greg, of course, as I mentioned. Mick is sitting right next to it. We have Adrian, Linda, and Jeremy, and these cats are the coolest ones in town. How's everybody feeling? You guys good? Doing good. Yeah, doing great. Good, good. Glad to have you. Thank you so much. We're going to talk all everything uh, raised on analog here in just a bit, but in the meantime, I've got uh, I've got Ryan here with the menu, and Ryan, let everybody know what's going on, and folks, get a pen and paper because support local music. Let's yes, go. sir. All right. So at the Tally Ho Theater. January 12th, uh, the Rush Experience. Yeah. And then on the 13th, uh, they've got Trial by Fire, which is a journey tribute. Yeah, they're pretty regular there. Good band. <clears throat> and then uh, Hollywood Casino on the 26th is Man in Black, Sean Barker. Yeah. And then uh, at the Bear Chase Brewery on the 11th, uh, Rowdy Country. Yep. On the 12th is Shane Gamble. On the 13th is Rob Hoey and Celia Campbell. Yep. And... There's a note here. Yes, it, that's kind of cool about okay. Sheila. Do you guys know Sheila at all? Do you guys know know her, Sheila? Can the name? No. So I did a little research on her. I've been, she she's going to come on the show for us, and we've been trying to hammer hammer out a date. But I just found out today that on February the 18th is going to be her episode of American Idol. Oh, oh wow! We, we find that's out whether or not she goes to Hollywood or not, which is kind of cool. That is cool. And yeah. she's right here, pretty close local. She's just from over the mountain in uh, in. Uh, Awesome. Loudoun County, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's cool. fantastic. Yeah. Um, on the fourteenth is Nathaniel Davis. Yeah, and then uh, Box Office Brewery on the twelfth is Five of a Kind, which is a bluegrass band. Yeah, uh, and then on the thirteenth is the Chris Darlington Band. Troubadour Lounge and Park on the nineteenth is Dylan Wolfel. Uh, on yeah. cue, five Dylan Bush lights. By the way, do that. <laughs> <laughs> on cue, sports bar on the twelfth is the Just Spoon Band, yeah, friend of the yes. show as well. Show, yeah. uh, Piccadilly Pub House, Robbie Lyman, and then on the thirteenth is the Fog Trio. Yeah, man, those guys have been man. around doing that thing for a long time. That's cool. This is a busy weekend. Yeah. Uh, backseat Event Center on the thirteenth is Solo and Kramer and I. Our very own Adrian oh, Ivy oh. setting up my table right, right. now. We got to talk more about that too. Yeah. Bright Box Theater on the twelfth is Dave and Tim of Crowded Streets, which is a Dave Matthews Band tribute, yeah. acoustic, it looks like. Yeah. And then uh, on the 13th, Caressing Steel. Yeah, I've got my game. tickets to that. I'm going to be yeah. there. All Are right. you going to be there too, by any chance? Uh, what day was it? It's Saturday <laughs> night. It's oh, I have a Cherry Oats. And the, I'm so excited. I'm I looking love forward Terry. to it. Oh, you, know, you know Adrian played with yeah, Terry. So yeah, so absolutely, the Mudcats. Yeah, oh, I do yeah. remember that. Uh, Terry has helped me co-host a couple of times and friend of the show and just a good friend of mine but i'm looking forward to see those guys again that's a that's a good name yeah. <laughs> uh on uh the 13th at granny's there's nero's fiddle with the tumbling run band yeah and then uh paladin and steven city on the 12th bearded harmony uh paladin two 
on the twelfth is Utopian Compo- Compost Choir. <laughs> I love that. It's awesome. That's it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Blue Fox on the twelfth is an open mic comedy night. Yeah, and that's kind of neat there too. You oh, can uh, five dollars to get in, you win the pot. So if you're funny at all, folks, get out there and go to Blue Fox and be funny. You know, right? if you're funny looking, does that count? <laughs> that, I, <laughs> I, I could win that. Uh, and then uh, the Mission Road Band on the 13th is at Alfredo. Yeah, Polly reached out to me. Yep. On the 20th, they are uh, performing at O'Kelly's Bar and Grill in South Carolina. That's right. And then uh, Polly is by himself at the Barns of Rose Hill on the 13th. Yeah, man. And then last but not least, uh, our last week guest, Brad Divins, uh, fixing to get mixing. He is going to be doing, it sounds like... Uh, it's um, a seminar. A, a seminar, yeah. yeah, at the Kennedy Center on cool. February 12th, 10.30 a.m., and all are welcome. Yeah, you can literally walk into Kennedy Center and get a lesson on sound from Brad Divins. How cool would that be? Yeah, right? Brad, Brad is, like, one of my all-time, like, heroes, actually. A, oh my yeah, God. from Rathchild back in the 80s, uh, Shally Acres. Yes. I mean, oh, that was the best. And he was such a great guest, yep. too, man. He was just such a good He's guest. He's a good guy. Yes. Fabulous, yes. fabulous. So that all you got? That is everything. All right, folks, man. Lots of things to choose from out there. Make sure you get out and support some of these local bands, and especially Kramer and Ivy, <laughs> this Saturday night, man. we got to yeah. make sure we toot that horn a little bit, because that's going to be a good show, for sure. Um, one more thing about all that. Brian uh, reached out to me from All Grassed Up, which is that uh, bluegrass group is going to be with us in a few weeks. Um, they need a mandolin player. Hmm. They lost their light. They lost him. I don't know where he went, but he's not there anymore. And they need a mandolin player to help them fill out that band. They've got dates would already to go. Would a mandolin player work for them? Yes, I would think it would. Yeah. You stole my joke. Okay. <laughs> But anyway, uh, if anybody out there is listening to the show and you are geared towards the mandolin, please reach out to me or reach out to All Grassed Up on Facebook and let them know that you're interested and you can do that. Ryan, I got the, uh, before we get started with uh, Raised on Analog, I've got that trivia question. Are you down for that? I am. I'm yeah, anybody can it. answer this. And if we don't have an answer right off the bat, we'll wait to the end. Do we have buzzers yeah, we'll or bells it. or anything? Yeah, just first one up. And you get a shiny new nickel if, uh, if you happen to get it right. Oh, boy. In 1986, the Bangles had a huge hit with the song Walk Manic, like an Egyptian. Manic Monday. You remember ah, that one? Yeah. Just kind of a cool song. I actually like that. That's a good song, too. But what 80s superstar actually wrote that song for them? Prince. Prince. Wow. Cool. All right. Wow. I believe Adrian beat you on it just by that's great. I, I was, don't think anybody's got being that nice before. and trying to wait for him to finish the question. I'm that taking was, Adrian to trivia. That was the yeah. quickest answer I think we've had. We, most of the time people we don't get answers yeah. back. And, and wow. that's a really good good job. Both Thank of you. you. That's outstanding. Impressive. Yeah, very good. You know your eighties music. Very cool. Anyway, I, I was thinking of his symbol before she said Prince, though. So <laughs> you were I trying think, to uh, figure out how to say yeah, the yeah, symbol, yeah, right? Yeah. I, just, I mean, you just didn't understand what, what I was trying was to communicate. So. <laughs> oh, my God. Everybody, if you can't tell, the bourbon's flowing, and we're enjoying every second of it, I can tell you. <laughs> Yeehaw. Yeah, man. So we got this great band raised on Analog that has just been tearing it up for a while now. There's, there's, some, there's a new face, I know, in the band, and we're going to talk about that. But what's it like to be your band right now? How, how you know, you guys are busy. What have you been working on? How's all that going? Who wants to take the reins on this? It's all um, you. You want me? Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll <clears throat> we have been busy. Um, last year, we had quite a year of growth. A uh, new drummer. Um, kind of bittersweet for me because my high school buddy's no longer in the band. Yeah. But... We're, we're, we're stronger now. Um, last year, we had a lot of growth. 
We had a nice little residency um, towards the end of the year in Charlestown. Yeah. And uh, this year we're going after uh, a completely different audience than than what we've been focusing on over the last five or six years. Very cool. Um, we've got uh, a wedding expo that we're attending at the end of this month at the Backseat Events Center. And uh, we hope to uh, grab a few gigs out of that and uh, kind of elevate uh, into more of the private space as opposed to the bar scene. Very cool. Yeah. So lots of cool things on the horizon. Yes. Very good, very good. Okay, so we've got the one new face that you talked about. We're missing Randy. Randy's friend of mine as well. We miss him, of course. But we got a brand new guy that joined the band, Jeremy. Jeremy, how are you feeling, brother? You doing oh, good? I feel great. How old are you, Jeremy? <laughs> I am 20. All right. Nice. You had to think about that. <laughs> I did. <laughs> so, Jeremy, I good noticed you, man. one of the things that's kind of cool that I noticed from you is, one thing, you're multi-instrumental. I think you do a lot of different instruments, which is yeah. really cool. Yeah, right. And then you came from the rock room as well, too, yes. right? Yes. Woo-hoo. Tell me about that whole experience with you. Oh, okay. So, Phil Zuckerman, uh, I learned guitar from him. Uh, and I did that for a few years, and then I started playing in the rock room with his bands, learning how to play in a band. Uh, and then I eventually kind of crapped out of doing guitar, and one day just decided, I want to do drums, and just started learning. Uh, my mom saw the Raised on Analog ad for a new drummer and was like, you have to do it, you have to do it. <laughs> nice, and with so your mom, that's cool. Yeah, Barely played drums ever. Oh, it was and hilarious. It was hilarious. Like he, he, Jeremy had been playing drums for six months when he showed up for his first audition. Wow. <clears throat> six months. And he actually nailed every song that we asked him to learn. And, uh, and he so, was the only yeah, drummer the only that came in audition. that did all of yeah, the nice. songs. With all due respect to the other folks, we had some really nice folks showed up. But, sure. but Jeremy came in, he played all the songs just, just you know, as well as we could expect with a short period of time to learn them. And, uh, and what was funny was, you know, a, month, a few weeks later, he came back for a second run through. Right, and right. so Greg said, so you've been playing about six months, right? And he said, well, it's like seven months now. It's pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. That is very impressive. Yeah. And, and were, you, were you a little bit nervous, Jeremy, about the whole thing? I was nervous auditioning. Um, I've never really been nervous, uh, like, stage-wise. Right. It's kind of just felt, like, very natural to me. And with drumming, it's been even better. So it definitely feels I wasn't as nervous mm-hmm. going right. into it. So does the band think he's, like, somewhat of a prodigy? <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, no. I mean, I, 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 we, we had some I mean, conversations. multi-instruments and We had everything. some conversations oh, yeah. about Jeremy coming into the band. Because, obviously, we're all quite a bit older than Jeremy. And, yeah. And so it was quite... Interesting to to see this young kid show up, and like Jeremy's the, Jeremy's the same age as my daughter. In fact, he, he and my daughter are pretty good. He friends. graduated nice. with my son. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So, okay. Yeah. So uh, so we had some sort of questions about how's this going to work with somebody so young joining the band. And then when I thought back to you know we, we sort of went away and we we thought about it, and and I said you know when I was his age, I would have jumped at a chance to be in a band like this, and I would have been totally into it, totally committed to right. it. Right. And so yeah, and it's really worked out well. I That's mean, cool. It's, uh, what did you audition to? Uh, Jeremy, if you remember the songs, um, I don't. Sugar, we're sugar, going down sugar was going probably nice, the yeah. most difficult song that, that no one, one can play. nail. He played it right. No he nails it play. every time. 
99 red balloons. Okay, yeah. There you go. Um, wow. I don't remember the others. Yeah, they picked, they picked out like the hardest But yeah, it was like there. the most <laughs> difficult. Of course. You know, yeah, you would want to do that. Yeah, we, yeah. Had, we had Randy pick out the songs. We said, Randy, what are the most difficult songs that we play? Randy gave us the five top songs, and those are the songs that we used to audition nice. the drums. That's a good idea, yeah. 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 And nice. bonus, he sings on... Uh, he sings lead on one and he sings backups on several. Yeah. So that's yeah. nice. Gosh, Killer man. voice. I'm so jealous. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is yeah. so cool, man. I would have been too at 20 years old to walk I, that's into That's what I'm this, saying, right? Know? Yeah, no, I feel very lucky and grateful that these guys let me play in their band with them. <laughs> well, good for you, man. That's The awesome. only thing I can tell you is you've got a lot of knowledge around you. Just soak it in, yeah. man. Take it all the knowledge. It's definitely a great experience. You. Yeah. Yeah, you could have learned a lot. Oh, my gosh. And then when you hit 21, oh, no. <laughs> he'll, he'll, be able to, he'll, be able to, he'll be able to play up at the casino then. Yeah, yeah there you yes. go. And drink bourbon. Yeah, we actually, when we were up at the, uh, when we were up at the Charlestown Casino, we actually had to bring Randy back. Did you really do because, those shows? Because you have to be 21 to work at the casino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're very strict about that yeah. over there. I do oh, know yeah. that for sure. So I didn't even think about that. But yeah, wow. Linda. You're oh. hiding over there. We haven't heard from you yet. No, you haven't. <laughs> yeah. So so tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started and how this band came to be for you. Okay. So um, I started singing when I was really young. I would just sing and I would hide in my house when nobody was around and I would just start singing and I had no idea that I had a good voice. And uh, then I got my first solo in uh, church for my first communion of yeah, all things. Nice, and then okay. and then I got had my first band when I was 13 and I had another band in college uh, out in Nova and it was uh, I was working with a band called Wired and then after that I was working with Jay Powell. Oh yeah. In yeah, okay, um yeah. impeached. And yeah. we did that for about 5 years and then when we finally got to the year where we kept having to replace bassists and drummers we're just like okay. I, th I think we've I think we've hit our max here, <laughs> and um, and then about a year later, uh, Randy and Greg reached out and said, "Hey, we want to meet you for breakfast," and which is like that is my language right there. Yeah. <laughs> and um, they said we're gonna meet you for breakfast, and then they kind of were like, "Hey, we want you to come out, and um, Adrian needs some somebody to fill in for this gig," and. So she came out, or I came out to the back seat, and I sung the gig. And sort of after that, they offered me to join the band, and it was it was really awesome because you know when you leave a band, you're always just a little nervous. There's always that hesitation, the anxiety, and then to land on your feet, yeah, in uh, just something that's just so special and and. It is again. We've said it before, but it is like a family. We have a nice family dynamic, and um, to be with such awesome people every, you know, every week and weekend is just is really nice. That's cool. Aww. That's cool. Good. Good words. Thank are you, you are you a local girl? You come. You born and raised around here? Oh no, I was uh, I was born in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Okay, All right. and um, I had a lot of my music training there. I had um, a pretty decent music teacher in grade school but in in high school um i had two teachers that sort of sought me out for music right okay. my music teacher mr hollenbaugh would come early at 7 a.m to teach me because i didn't really have the money growing up to have the lessons right and um after the other teacher my spanish teacher actually he was a huge fan of opera so my other side of me sings classical and opera by the way um so he heard me sing on the stage and he came up to me and he's like 
well, Linda, one day I'm going to see you Linda. on the stage. So one day I'm going to see you on the Metropolitan stage. And I was like, okay, or whatever. <laughs> and so at that point he had offered to pay for my voice lessons. So wow. I was either 15 or 16 That's years awesome. old. My parents did not have the money, did not have the means for that. Sure. Um, and he said, so he just completely um, helped pay my way and helped me really like assert myself as, wow. as a musician. And it's, it was, I'm so fortunate, so grateful. And sure. before that, I, you know, learned piano from my mom and I was like eight and nice. just even, even though I was the fourth. So I got the least amount of time <laughs> on the piano. Do you ever let them forget that? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Greg, you'd mentioned earlier about trying to go after a different type of crowd. Can you expand on that a little bit? Yeah, um, I'm getting old. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it, you know, and uh, the bar scene is kind of weighing on me. Um, we've played a couple weddings now, and really that's, um, that, that's kind of, you know, the, the, that's kind of the demographic that we want to go after. Um, it's better hours, better pay. Um, we still get to go out, you know, and do our thing. It's like, we're not going to give up playing at bars, mm -hmm. but we're just going to do, you know, we're going to try to get more of the kind of weekend day and evening things as opposed to the really super late night things. Gotcha. Um, and that's, you know, that's, that's really what the, uh, what the, the drive behind it is, is just to um, expand our craft. And this will also kind of force us to add a lot more varied music into our repertoire. You know, right now, we're basically 80s and 90s danceable rock. We've got some pop and everything in there. But we need to, we need, we need to, we need to vary our repertoire quite a bit more. And uh, going after the wedding crowd is kind of, kind of force us to do that. So it's a, it's just a, it's a growth path for us. Mm -hmm. Excellent. You've got the talent around the table to do it, though, easily. Absol absolutely. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, so this is an interesting thing, you know, and, and Linda actually brought this up. She was she she made a comment in our little group chat a day ago. She was like, just throw out a song that you want to do. We'll learn it and practice it one time and be good to go. And that that is, I believe it. That is the case. Jeremy can pick up anything and play it, like, instantly. It's crazy. Uh, Mick is the same way. I, I take a little bit. <laughs> more um, time to learn. A little more nuance. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit more nuanced. I'm, I'm probably the least musical person in the band, actually. Um, but no, and then the girls, you know, they pick up stuff and they can sing it and everything. And it's, it's kind of crazy, you know, when we, we just like have an idea at rehearsal and we do it, and then that weekend we're performing it. Nice. And it's, it's, and it's because you know we know each other, we're a family, we know how each other operates, and we just, it just. We don't have to make it work. It just kind of works on its own. Right, right. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Mick, I, I'm going to get to you, I promise. But <laughs> ladies first. Adrian, people that are listening to the show, a lot of folks know you. But yeah, let them know a little bit about what goes on with you and how you got started. And Oh, my gosh, know, how I got started. I know you had music all around you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I grew up in a musical family. And obviously, you guys know my mother, Cindy, sure. from Mojo Mothership. And um, actually to start performing, I guess, around the area was with Terry Oates and the Mudcats. Okay. Um, she and my sister were backup singers in the band for the first year, or the first gig they did. And they came to me and said, you know, we really need a third part harmony on these backups. 
you should come in. Right. And, you know, I was like, eh, dancing around the, you know, the thing. I always wanted to perform music. So it wasn't about that. I just, the place I was in my life at the time, I just wasn't sure. So then I met Terry at some, I guess, blues house event or something. And we finally met each other face to face. And he goes, you will be in my band. Nice. <laughs> and I always joke. I'm like, oh, I don't know about that. You know, whatever. That's cool, man. He goes, well, just come to a rehearsal and sit down and see what you think. And um, I did. And I was hooked. Yeah. You know, yeah. first song in. I'm like, oh, my God, this is awesome. This is this is what I want to do. So uh, I did that. And yeah. I was with the Mudcats. And we had some personnel changes, too, over the years, like any band does. Sure, yeah. Um. And I was with them for, gosh, t- 2010 or 11, up through when I met Randy and Greg, yeah. which was 2017. And uh, they approached me as well about, you know, hey, we're, they had a band going on at the time, okay. the Rush Shakers. Yeah, yeah. And everybody had heard about them, too. And I was busy with the Mudcats, um, not as busy as I wanted to be. Um, I wanted to be a musician that played every weekend. Right. You know, and not every band wants to do that. So uh, they approached me and they said, you know, we've got... I said, well, how many gigs do you already have booked? And Randy's like, oh, we've got this, da 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 And I'm going, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yes, I want to be a part of that. Yeah, there you go. So joined them and then had a, a lead male vocalist. He and I kind of split the show. Um, and then he didn't, you know... He wasn't with us very long. And then we had another male. And then Linda came about because, like I said, she filled in for me one time. And then gotcha. everybody loved her. And I was, I couldn't be at the gig, but I'm watching like live feed of them playing. And I'm just going, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is, I want to be there so bad. And I'm sad, but she's awesome. Yeah, you know? right, right, so yeah. then after that, we're like, what if Linda came in the band? You know, how cool <laughs> would it be to be have, you know, two right. female vocalists? Um, and then a little while later, we met. Dean Kramer, yes, of you know Solo and Funny Money, and sure. now the Brett Michaels Band. Yeah, um, through Chris Darlington, who played with us for a short time on keys, we needed a guitar player to fill in for John Hansbro. So uh, Chris knew Dean. We met him. Dean and I became friends. I mean, he did a couple, you know, handful of gigs with with Race on Analog, and right. he and I, you know, became friends. And then so he wanted a a female vocalist to do acoustic stuff with him. You know, a little bit down the road. Yeah. Because he's very busy and he does stuff with his brother and, and another gentleman. Um, so I reached out to him and said, hey, man, what's what's up? Yeah, <laughs> he's like, great. if you're interested, you're, you know, let's do it. So um, that kind of happened, I guess, around the COVID time, because we, we started booking a lot less than this band, which sucked for this band. But then right. for me, it was like oh, well, people are hiring acoustic duos because they don't have to pay you as much and all these things. So it kept me busy, kept me singing. And so Kramer and Ivy came about. Right. And, you know, he's from LaVale, uh, up past Cumberland. So I was driving up there a lot. Wow, yeah. And um, No straight way there. It's yeah. hard. It's just 68. Yeah, it's about an hour and a half. It's yeah, all either quite, way. Yeah, so right, it was yeah. a commitment. And I'm, yeah. I'm so happy. I mean, every choice I've made in music, it's like, you know, you've seen the Yes Man movie where yes. he just says yes to everything. That's kind of how I I approached it, you know. And as long as it didn't interfere with with this, because yeah. you know, uh, this, I take Razor on Analog very seriously, and and this is my these are my babies, you know, right, this is my right. baby. But um, so yeah, Kramer and Ivy, and then uh, now I just kind of gig 
when and wherever. We've put together an acoustic quartet called Whiskey Trist, When I Can't Do Kramer and Ivy, and that's Linda, Mick, and I, and, and Justin Eller on saxophone. Right. Um, I sometimes will play with Tim Haynes up in Cumberland, but, uh, you know, basically, if, if we can do the gig and it makes me happy, that's where my heart is in right, music, right. so I stay busy doing that. Are you doing For the Love of Linda, too? Yes, thank you. Yeah, I, I thought, knew there yeah. was something I was missing, yeah. So that was my mom's idea. Yeah. Um, and that was for uh, the Parkinson's Foundation since Linda Ronstadt was uh, yeah. diagnosed in 2012. So I didn't really grow up listening to Linda Ronstadt, honestly. I don't know if mom was listening to it and I just didn't hear it sure. going on. You yeah. know, there was a lot of like queen and heart, you know, in my household. But um, uh, yeah, so she, we wanted to do that. She, you know, brought me into yeah. that. And uh, that was also right around the COVID days where everything was kind of slower. Right. Um, but with that band, we, we don't play out a whole lot, but the venues we do play, you know, the Bright Box, we played at the Birchmere. Yes. So it's, you know, it's feathers in your cap kind of stuff, and it's amazing. I mean, mm, yes. Pretty so, cool. and I and I fell in love with Linda Ronstadt. So, you know, Dean and I will do a lot of those tunes on the acoustic guitar, believe it or not. And, uh, Man, do you take time to breathe? I mean, seriously. No, she crazy. doesn't. Let me now. <laughs> she must not. <laughs> and I have a full-time job. No. Oh, I mean, my. Yeah, do you really? Because I, I was really going to ask you if you were yeah. like a full-time musician or not. Wow. Yeah. Holy cow. I like it that way. I wouldn't change it. <laughs> oh, my. All right, Mick. Me? We're up to you, buddy. All right. Yeah, What's man, your story? Right. Find out about you. Mick's got a very interesting backstory. All right. Let's hear it. <laughs> well, oh, yeah. I, I came to America in uh, 1993. <laughs> 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 no, so I... Uh, I grew up in an interesting family. My father's Irish. I grew up in England. Uh, I'm English. I'm actually American now. Uh, right. But my accent sort of prevails. Uh, I grew up with... My dad was a huge American country music fan. Okay. So I grew up listening to American country music. That's kind of the music that was uh, in the house uh, growing up as a kid. Yeah. And we used to have a... There was an old guitar in the house as a, uh, that had like two strings on it. And, and I would sit there and play around with it and try to play along with the music. And that's how I kind of just developed my uh, just love of like just listening and playing the play music. And we had an old record player that I'd stack about <laughs> 15 yeah. singles on. You know, you know when you used to put that, that, the arm used to come across and they used to drop down. Yes. And then eventually yes. they would slip and it would go... Roar, roar, roar. <laughs> so... That was my life as a kid, and it was a great babysitter, and uh, that was fun. So then I got into, uh, you know, through school, got into a few sort of the chorus kind of drama kind of stuff. I, I, I got into a I, – I, I discovered Kiss at the age there of you go. about 14 or 15 and became a huge fan and decided that was what I wanted to do. Right. And, uh, and so I actually was in a couple of heavy rock bands in the UK as a vocalist, actually. So cool. I, I was a uh, singer in a band called Aquila, played around London scene, toured to the UK a little bit. And then I was in a band uh, in the UK called Misdemeanor. Uh, we had a small record deal, uh, never made any money. Uh, never, never sold any albums, but uh, it was a lot of fun. And so much, still best friends, uh, so great friends to this day are the, are the fellas over there. In fact, I was in the UK a few months ago and uh, we got together for a little reunion. We don't play music anymore, but we, we enjoy each other's company a lot. And so then, you know, I kind of quit music altogether. I never, never quit listening to music, uh, always loved music. I left my guitars in the UK, uh, moved to the States, um, lived in Iowa, and then. Uh, wow. 
Moved to Virginia, uh, Williamsburg area okay. in 2002. One of my brothers bought one of my guitars over and I started kind of playing again. And then there was a local band here uh, through a friend. Um, uh, they, it was called Uncle Fungus and it was sort of a classic rock band and they kind of talked me into playing guitar for them. So nice. I've done that for a while. Okay. That band kind of fell apart. And then uh, through a mutual friend, of uh, uh, Greg, uh, Pete, he called me one day. Actually, he sent me a message on LinkedIn Okay. We were friends on LinkedIn. You know, it's the only way he could reach me. His son and my son played soccer together. So, so Pete said, hey, my buddy's looking for a guitar player in his band. Are you interested? I said, sure, I'm interested. Spoke to Greg and, and you know, threw a few you know, wrinkles, but we worked it all out. Right. And uh, so my first gig was, uh, I guess, November 19th, uh, 2022. Two? One, two, two, I two. think. Yeah, it was my, uh, when Greg called me and said, hey, you got the gig. That was when that was when we brought you on. But your first gig was actually New Year's Eve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, yeah. I was getting to that. So, so, yeah. so November nineteenth, they they said, "Yeah, you got the gig." Uh, so we're probably going to have the first gig in like February. And I said, "Great, that's perfect." You know. And they, then he called me back and said, "Actually, we got a New Year's Eve gig <laughs> uh, at the Monument. We're going to be the first band to play at the Monument. Nice. Do you think you could learn all this material? <laughs> forty-five in, songs. In like you've got like yeah, forty-five songs in thirty days." And I'm like. <laughs> Of course, I, I've never been. I've never been one to say no, right? So, right, I, so right, I said, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I can, I can do that. I was like shitting myself. <laughs> I, I, there, there, there was no way I was going to do that. But literally, I, I walked around the house with guitar around my neck the whole time. I think I've got some kind of uh, shoulder injury from playing too much guitar wow. on the couch, but. You know, but it's been great fun. I mean, it's it's just been uh, just been a joy to be part of this band, yeah. and uh, I love it. I really do. I love the people. I love, the, and in fact, even the music wasn't my kind of music. But uh, now I'd have to say that I really enjoy that. I've, I've discovered playing some of these songs, even though they're not songs that I would listen to instinctively. But playing some of them, it's actually a lot of fun, and right. I've learned a lot. I think I've become a better yeah. musician, and there's, and there's still a lot of room to grow, obviously. But uh, yeah, it's, I think it's, a lot of bands in the area are going to relate to that fact because it's not 100%. like we love every song we play. We all got the one song that you just go, "Oh God," you know, but you do it because everybody else likes it, right. or it seems to. Please the masses. And on that note, like you said, I have been in bands where I'm like, somebody puts out a song, I'm like, oh man, I don't know. And then you play it and it's a blast. Yeah, it's, so, really, yeah, it's really exactly. sort of, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, really exactly. something, there's something about the way you play. The one that always comes to mind is uh, Material Girl. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, if, yeah, so if you had told me when I had long hair and I was in a heavy metal band in London <laughs> that I, one day I'd be playing Material Girl yeah. by Madonna, I would have told you, you know, I would have probably sworn at you and uh, I'm not going to say it right now, but yeah, it would, it would have been an ugly outcome. But but actually, I yeah. really enjoy playing that song. That so I, just, I still can't yeah. believe I enjoy playing it. So That's cool, though. Now, you guys obviously have a very nice array of, of cover songs that you do. Do you guys do original songs as well? Have you thought about that? I think a lot of us in the band are writers. I write. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. I've written. Maybe, maybe I, we I, should. Maybe we should. Though. I think it would be fun. <laughs> I mean, I used to write in a duo. I still write. I had like, I probably have about like 20 songs I've written through the years. Just like I've, uh, you know, just... I had like duos. I did a lot of duos with, and we would do covers and, um, and I was one, one of them was called all this me and it was myself and this girl from Shenandoah. And we, um, yeah, I don't know. We wrote a lot of songs together. Um, I like, I love, I love writing. I absolutely That's love cool. writing. That's cool. Good. Well, Jeremy's got a lot of music. Actually, Jeremy's oh, got yeah. a lot of music out on Spotify and so forth. Oh, yes, you do. Yeah. <laughs> 
there you, you write, go. You write your own music, too, I do. Jeremy? I produce my own music. Really? Uh, I have a whole band that's just been, so far, just me producing and putting out, writing my own songs. It's been kind of fun. Fantastic. Yeah. Get it, yeah, Jeremy. I've done some uh, production stuff. For, there's a couple of local uh, bands. RTG is one. There's like a local Hanley High School jazz band that okay. I recorded in my basement. And they've got some stuff on Spotify. And there was another band called Spontania that uh, helped to sort of get uh, up and running. They're, they're no longer around. But uh, so that, that's been a lot of fun, too. And then I had my stuff that I recorded uh, in, the, in the UK years ago. So I still write, uh, but we've never actually recorded anything with this band. So maybe, wow. maybe, no. maybe yeah. that's maybe uh, that's something. We're we on to something do. here, right? Yeah. <laughs> that would be I'm, fun. I'm always curious as songwriters, like how, where do your ideas come from? Like how, how quickly can you write something? Does it marinate over time? Ooh, or? I, really, I miss yeah. being a teenager because it would just be like, Oh, somebody broke my heart. Yeah. Let me write yeah. a whole you have damn be, album. Yeah. I've always, I've always said that you, if you, if life's country going, album, Taylor right? Swift. No, right? Oh, it's, it's uh, honest to God. I, I think, I think I, I mainly like vibe with um, surprisingly vo- folk music. I listen to a lot of Harry Chapin. I know his entire anthology. There you go. Fun yep. fact. Yeah. Um, and and uh, so a lot of my inspiration is is really like it's it's acoustic guitar. It's finger picking. It's it's just really like from the soul. And a lot of the time, I feel like sometimes I'll dream a song and I'll wake up and I'll write it. Um, other times, I will have something weighing on me. Sometimes I'll have a piece of a song that I have I've had for fifteen years, and one day I think of it, and I'm like, I figured it out. And I'll finish the song. <laughs> yeah, I've got I've got great songs that I've never finished. That I've got like a verse, right? A pre-chorus. I get to the chorus, I can't do it. Right. And there's other times I've, I've seen a lot of like famous musicians and so forth that talk about just that flow, the inspiration. Yeah. yeah. And I've had that too. In in the band that was in the UK, ex presidents, we were sitting around in a room one time, and one of the songs that was on our CD was uh, literally started with somebody playing a little guitar lick, and I started singing, and then we recorded the we literally recorded it on just a little four track right but we, but we literally recorded a whole song live and it was a complete song that's I mean, cool just just like it was just, just like something magic. happened it happened something way, yeah. everything yeah. aligned yeah 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 it was just incredible mm-hmm. how what it about works. you jeremy what about me yeah, yeah that's what i want uh, to kind of the same thing for me the like my favorite songs that i've made are ones that i just sit down at a computer and crank it out and then it's done by the time i'm ready for it and then I don't know if it if it's not something I can't like finish in one sitting, then I end up. Do you ever have songs that you think like totally sucked after you wrote them? Oh, yeah. Because I, I have a couple of those. <laughs> a long list. They're of probably songs. not as bad as you think they are. Though, <laughs> you know? There's a lot of famous bands that have songs. That I, think like, too. Oh, yeah. I don't know about this one. <laughs> wow. How many songs do you think you have in your stable, Jeremy? Do you know? Finish ones? In my state. Yeah, yeah. In other words, how many how many do you have finished products right now? Oh, maybe? finished. Yeah. Um, I've only put out like ten or eleven songs. That's ten Hell or eleven yeah. more than I've yeah. ever written. That's, That's a whole, whole album, album more yeah. than yeah. an album, yeah. 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 Impressive. Yeah, that is very impressive. Nice. So it, go go ahead. Did you, no, no. I I was gonna say good. it's it's obvious <laughs> talking to all you guys that you know and you wouldn't be here if it wasn't sort of an obvious question here, but you guys are all in on this. I mean, I can feel the passion sitting around the table, honestly, all of you. Um, or so is that the whiskey? It could be. <laughs> it, maybe it's my whiskey. I don't know, one of the two. <laughs> but when you guys came together, did it feel different than it did before? Another, yes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and and tell me about those few first rehearsals and the first gig. Tell me about that. <clears throat> 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So Adrian and I are the only original members left. Understood. Okay. So you know it was, it was there was there was other people in the band, but from all the other bands that I played in prior, when we first started raised on analog. I don't know what it was about it that felt different, but it did feel different. And yes, we've had a lot of turnover. We've had a lot of new people coming in. But except for one on one occasion, every person that's come into the band has made us stronger mm-hmm. and made us even more of a family. Nice. And that really, I think, is 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 why we do what we do is because it's it just feels like it just feels natural it doesn't feel forced or coerced or anything right we just it just it just comes natural and and above all i, I think we all like each other <laughs> well yeah. except for me yeah. i like to think yeah, so actually, yeah. Nick. <laughs> yeah but, but one thing to add to that though actually when i first made contact with the band uh, greg made it pretty he made it, it was a it was an important point that he got across and that was that it was actually encouraging to me because I, I certainly don't hold myself at any level as a guitar player. Uh, and he said, yeah, it's more important that, that you're a likable person and you, you would be part of the family uh, and that we get along rather than just being a great guitar player. And I thought, well, that's my ticket in because <laughs> you know, if I'm going to be a great guitar player, it's probably going to work out too well for me. But, uh, but no, but it did work out. And, uh, and it was really, you know, and it really has been that good. Well, so. it shines through, you guys. Yeah. It really does. Tell me about that first gig you guys did together. Tell me about that. Well, the very first one. Yeah, with uh, this group. Oh, with this group. July 15th, oh. July 15th 2017. Was, no, no, the first was the or with all first. five of us. Oh, with, all, with all five of us? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was, was New Year's Eve, Eve 2022. The, was that at the Elks? Yeah. That's the one you had yeah. to scramble for then, Mick. No, no, no. That was the Monument. No, it was New Year's Eve. So technically you were 2021 going into 2022. 2022 going into 2023. That was my first gig, yeah. and, and Jeremy's first gig was New Year's Eve <laughs> one year later. Uh, so, so it was like a tradition. tradition. You've really been with us for a year now. Oh, my gosh. Unbelievable. That's crazy. I would have joined and started rehearsing in October of last. So you had from October to... To New Year's Eve to get yourself. Yeah, he had a lot more time than I did. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> and that was, and, and, and that, was for a four, that was for a four-hour gig, not a three-hour gig. Uh, whatever. Uh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's nothing. So you guys certainly have played at some different venues. Are there some that are on your bucket list that you have not done yet? I want to do a grocery store opening. That, you know, it's funny. <laughs> That's He's random. Serious. He's been pretty consistent with that since any, I've known him. Yes. Any since certain chain? Yeah. Food Lion, <laughs> Pre- preferably, preferably Wegmans. Wegmans. Just because that would mean that just because that would mean, yes. that, kinda, because that would mean Winchester would get a Wegmans. That is actually a brilliant. So idea. can we write an email to them following this? 
<laughs> we could be their actual uh, Wegmans opening. Let's band. write their Maybe jingle. <laughs> I don't know. I go. think Tally Ho Theater would be awesome to play. I at. think that would too. Uh, Chris and Dave will find you guys. They yeah. have to. Yeah. I'll email them tomorrow. Chris and Dave, what's up, man? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> hey, hey. Hook us up. That's right. We got to get that done. That's yeah. no, hey, we got to work on that for sure. Well, uh, we've opened up for Amish Outlaws once, and we're doing it again in February, right? Yeah. So, so excited. That's, that's, that's cool. Where's that at? Yeah. Backseat, Backseat event center. Event center. The event center. center. Yeah. Okay. And Jerry's, Jerry's been real good to us, too. Yeah. He, he now, now, these, the uh, Jeremy and Mick have not played with us, but we've actually done three or four shows over at Jiffy Lube Live as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, at, the VI, at the VIP area before concerts. That okay. is a blast. Well, that's and awesome. that's, Absolute that's, blast. That's, that's, that's kind of fun. Nice. Yes. Because I, I had heard from the previous uh, episode last year, I guess, roughly, that you guys did a, a gig at FedEx Field. That's right. We yes. did that, too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, at, the Reds, at the Redskins game. Yeah, we now, did was that. that the current current five no. of you guys, no. or was that? No, okay. no, no. That was, no, was uh, that was back when we, that was actually our second or third gig. <laughs> okay. Was it really? Yeah. It wasn't. Wow. It was way, way back there. Yeah, it was in the fall, and we got together in July. So, it was yeah, I guess it was about... JD was still with us. Two months in. Yeah, no. yeah. No, JD was still with us, but Richie filled in. Oh, that's when we decided Ha-ha. that. Okay, I gotcha. Wow. Yeah. Do you remember who they were playing? Mm. <laughs> they were probably more of those Good fans. Really. Yeah. <laughs> that's all. I'm Actually, saying. that team had a different name back then too. <laughs> yeah, the Washington football team, maybe at that point. Yeah, something. Right. Wow. How how different is that if if there is any difference like performing that early in the morning as opposed to like what you guys normally oh. are accustomed to I would assume <laughs> it was, getting there was tricky I mean I uh, remember it, leaving my house it was still dark outside yeah. yeah and you're you're set up on stage all dolled up or whatever <laughs> um, yeah at whatever time we played what what was it nine a.m. I think we played from like uh, I think we played from like nine thirty till twelve thirty because it was a one o'clock game yeah, yeah. wow yeah. wow. Uh, but honestly, you know, for me, and we've played like at a lot of different times. I mean, we played, you know, super late night and then super early morning. Once you get up there on stage. It doesn't matter. No. Nope. Time kind goes away. It's showtime. Yeah. 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 I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me about the residency over at Hollywood Casinos. Um, that had to be a lot of fun, right? That was a blast. I had such an amazing time, and I assume everyone else did, except for Jeremy, who was not there because he's 20. Next year, brother. Next year. But that that was just so much fun. Um, it was like there were TV screens everywhere because you're in the sports book bar, right? So, right. Which has probably changed names at this point. But you had these like TVs above you, but you still had this really nice crowd, and the whole of the... like slot machine audience yes. could see you and um and like a lot of them would just come in my favorite one however was my birthday and i'm not biased um but <laughs> but we were all in these we were all in costume and mick was wearing an alien carrying a person costume nice well, that and, was an alien carrying an alien actually and i mean just from his costume we had like probably 20 additional people just like watching from behind being like, what is that? (laughs) (laughs) It was so awesome. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And is is that like a, I'm going to get geeky here a little bit, but is is that like an in-house PA system? Is that something you got to do? It is. Yeah. So that was the nice thing because we played five Saturday nights in a row. Um, We basically brought the drums and all of our personal equipment in the first night. And then, 
the casino took care of everything else. Like we would show up the next week and the drums were already set up and we basically just showed up, plugged our stuff up and, and did a sound wow. check and played. So yeah, it was, that was, that was super nice. Um, I'm, I'm hoping that they decide to bring local acts back to the Charlestown yeah. casino. Yeah. I really hope and, so. And uh, uh, we would love to do another residency there. It was so much fun. I can imagine. That's got to feel like a, like, you know, not that you're not professionals, you are, but. That's got to feel like a pro feeling when you walk in and your stuff's ready to go. And it boom. is. Oh, yeah. yeah, you've got right. an official green room. And, you know, of course, they fed. and Yeah, I love that picture, Vic. That's awesome. They treated us really, really well. And yeah. it was only a two-hour show. Really? And it was in West Virginia, close to my home. So for me, it was, it was, you know, it was awesome. Kind of <laughs> better right than going to Cumberland, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, oh, I'm sorry. No, I was bet. just going to ask how that came to be, that residency. Yeah. So um, we have a we have a pretty good um, relationship with a sound company uh, that's local to the area, and they actually do all of the production work up at the casino. And when the casino said that they wanted to try this this out with local music, um, we were the first ones that they thought of. Excellent. And uh, they contacted me and and asked if we'd be interested in it, and if we had we actually had to clear our schedule to do it. <laughs> Um, yeah, and but yeah, it was like okay, we don't want to pass this up. I mean, this is you no know way. five weeks, and yeah, so that's how that came about. Okay. Yeah, nice. That's yeah. a great. That's actually, a great venue there too. Yeah, we actually had the first gig. I couldn't do because uh, I was traveling some. I was traveling somewhere the first gig, so I couldn't do that. So John Hansborough came back, uh, former guitar player, right. on that one. And then we had the the funniest one was uh, I was running the Marine Corps Marathon. <laughs> uh, on October 30th or 31st, whatever it was, and we'd done one the night before. So I finished there at like midnight and got to the hotel at 1 a.m., then got up at 3 a.m. <laughs> and went to the start line and ran a marathon. <laughs> Did so, you yeah, yeah. really? So yeah, it was pretty serious. We wanted to do that, that, uh, that, wow. that group of shows. That's yeah, commitment. But, yeah. you know, that is very Mick, Mick is, I'll, I'll say this about Mick, he is super committed to this band. He travels a lot. He'll He'll come home early to... You know, be a part of gigs and everything like that. So we recognize it and we thank you no, for that's it. That's cool. We see you. Yes, we Aww. see you. <laughs> when you guys did the two hours over there, did you just one long two hour set? We took one break. Or did you? Did, yeah, did you, okay. real short. You know, ten or fifteen minute break. I gotcha. Yeah, you I need gotcha. to refill the drinks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah you know, throw a dollar in the slot machine or something. Which is funny because we used to play four hour gigs at right. Piccadilly all the time, and right. we would do two long sets, and, and people only take were thought, one break, yeah. People would go, are you crazy? But it was like, you know, you do three sets. By the time you're ending the second, that's when the crowd's really pumped right. up. And then and you go, you oh, we're going to, yeah. And then they would start to trickle out. So we're like, okay, we have to make sure that doesn't happen. How do we do that? Right, right. We so. brought that up on the show. I think it was last week or week before, I think, Ryan. And I had mentioned it, that I, as a drummer, I hated breaks. Yeah, mm -hmm. you too. You kind of lose your steam. Like, and then exactly. you got to get it back again. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, and you can look around and see people go, oh, shoot. Well, you know, and Where'd they, they walk go? off. You know, right. yeah, so, mm -hmm. Exactly. Anyway, yeah. I would assume having having two lead singers, it, it makes it a little bit easier to go through like an extended set without many breaks. I, I don't know. I'm just asking. I am so thankful that we are two. I don't know how Linda feels, but I would never want to carry oh, yes. this by myself. Right. Yeah, never. I mean, we, we take turns doing the same song sometimes. Sometimes we'll do, we'll trade verses in, you know, that night or mm -hmm. whatever. And then she's got her staples ones that she does that I'm like, I'm not touching that because <laughs> she's on fire, right? <laughs> I've got some that I do myself. And yeah, so it's really nice having two, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. I, I love it. I absolutely love it. Um, this isn't the first band I've been in with two 
female singers and it's uh one was with jenny schick and that was the one out in nova and it's just i mean what a relief it is to have somebody to a like work off of like emotionally acting wise like when you're in these moments in the songs and you're trying to relay the story to the audience which is kind of how my brain functions i have to do it that way i have to tell the story and so um to have somebody else to work off of and just to have fun with you know and just i mean obviously like the same thing but it's it's very different with singing mm-hmm. you know and and you just you have those moments where you look at each other and you know exactly what the other person's thinking or you know exactly what harmony the other person's going to do and yeah. not that you don't have that rehearsed ahead of time but sometimes you switch one makes three right in the harmony one and one makes three yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so one and one does make three because you know these guys, the girls, they have not had the opportunity to see what it's like performing with just one of them. But we have. And while it's still cool, the difference between one of them, which either one of them, and then two of them, it's not like a one plus one thing. It's a, like a one plus one equals ten. Because <laughs> with, with the two of them together... I mean, it's, it's a force of nature. I can imagine. It, it really yep. is. It just yep. they, they play off so each other... Uh, they play off each other so well. It's just, it's just amazing to see, and it's great to, it's great to be part of that. And it's, yeah, cool. yeah again, and you guys are a family, and it's so cool that you got to get on that. I'm going to ask a question real quick, and I really don't know, and I'll take a no answer on this, but <laughs> I noticed that Mick carried his guitar in. Is there any way we could pull off a quick song or a duet or anything? Is it possible? I think we could. We could. I, I know we don't this have this is where I really I've been drinking both. So, so I drum set, <laughs> Would you be willing? Would you guys be willing to do that? Can you beatbox, Jeremy? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the question is, what song? That's a million dollar question. Mm. Well, I, I, you know something. I heard that you guys did no scrubs um, for the uh, for the uh, New Year's Eve little soiree that you did. Well, uh, we did, but you know what? I don't know that that's no. <laughs> I'm I'm out of inputs, so I I can't do a lot of help with the with the uh, instrument. But well, we I can, can maybe use I can, yours. I can yes. hold I can hold my microphone down Let's there because do I will not say. Let's so. do that. What about Let's price tag? Or... Oh, price tag. Sounds price good. tag. What do you think about that? Sure. You play yeah. that one acoustic, right? Thankfully, I brought a capo with me. Thank oh, the God. Mick yeah. is always thinking. I was a Boy Scout when we went in a formal life. <laughs> <laughs> Greg and, and Jeremy, I'm sorry, guys. You know, I oh, love that. No, that, that's fine. Believe the, me, I'm I'm happy to bow out on this. The one future show is going to have all instruments available. I promise you. So <laughs> when we come back, we'll do everybody. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna get Mick ready. There here. are probably people out there saying, "Why the hell would he need a capo for that song?" <laughs> like I told you, it's uh... talk it up for him, Greg. Tell him what it's gonna be. All right, here we go. We got price tag by Jesse J. Well, isn't this your favorite one we do? This is one of my favorite songs, yes. There you go. It seems like everybody's got a price. I wonder how they sleep at night. When the sale comes first and the truth comes second, just stop for a minute and smile. Why is everybody so serious? Acting so damn mysterious. Got your shades on your eyes and your heels so high that you can't even have a good time. Everybody look to the left. Everybody look to the right. Can you feel that? Yeah, we're paying with love tonight. It's not about the money, money, money. We don't need your money, money, money. We just want to make the world dance. Forget about the price. 
Super nice. Wow. Thank you. Everybody watching on New Channel 12, I know you saw everybody's head <laughs> bouncing around on that song. I tell you, that was great. Even Gabby got up for that. Look, man. Aww. That was so Gabby cool. the Lebby. Wow. <laughs> Fabulous. Thank you. Fabulous, man. And, and we got a look and a little glimpse at that working together. Wow. Fabulous. That's what you it's got, all about, man. Ray, you got a hell of a band, brother. Yep. I'm telling you. <laughs> Jeremy, don't you go anywhere, man. I don't plan on you it. You're with the best in town right now, so don't go anywhere. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you guys for doing it. I know that was sort of off the cuff there, but boy. I was definitely blindsided. Uh, you did <laughs> not show it, Linda. I'm <laughs> telling you. I literally I'm texted happy Greg. To sing. I texted Greg this afternoon. I said, hey, should I bring a guitar to this thing? And he said, I saw you carried it. Good idea. Why not? 
sometimes when we have you know not as many people, we, you know, we can do it. And we, we've, but I didn't know what to tell him, and didn't know what he discuss. I'm so glad you brought it. Oh, it yeah. worked out perfect. Thank Very you good. for doing that, man. So you guys have a busy schedule coming up, right? You got a lot coming up. What, what's that all about? We do have a fairly busy schedule. Um, yeah, we've got some really, really good gigs coming up this year. We have not published them yet. We're holding off until the end of January. Like I said, we've got this whole uh, wedding expo that we're doing. And um, yes, we've got some big things happening this year. Some we're really, really good gigs. Revamping our EPK. So we just had a, v- a video shoot oh, cool. take place at Backseat a few weeks ago. Uh, we had you know some fans and friends come out for the video shoot. We're hoping to get that product at some point this week. End of this week, yeah. Yeah, and then we're doing a still photo shoot with Bob Blair, who's oh. really awesome to the music yes. scene. He's yeah. done the Men of Bob's Rock the posters yeah. and all that, so we're going to do that with him. So, yes, we're hoping to do... The Wedding Expo is kind of just a new thing for us this year. We're hoping to get a lot of gigs out of it, but, you know, it's funny. I was telling people at work today, it was kind of slow booking going into 2024, and I was starting to kind of worry. But th- right. this whole week, every <laughs> single day, Greg's like, gig alert, gig alert, gig alert. Adding it to the calendar now, and I'm like, yes. I love it. Yeah. So it's filling up a little slower than previous years. Plus, we're going to be working on a new album. You know, it's <laughs> not a... Material. There you go. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. right. Which we should totally it's do. It's not about yes, you're right. quantity. It's about quality, I think, I really. Agree. You know, we want the... We want, we're shooting higher this year. So your so. Video, video shoot was something that you use online for promotions? We are going to, yes. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Ian Rushing of Toy Box Studios, he came in. Um, and yeah, we did should thank Jerry and Sales for letting yes, us use that. Yes, absolutely. Oh, and Jerry yeah, Sales so Jerry, of Backseat. Jerry's been real good to us, yes. and uh, he let us use that, He's that wonderful. place. And uh, that, that was really cool. So Yeah. So the video shoot and everything like that, we'll put we'll put together the EPK. Yeah. and then Yeah, COVID, COVID actually put quite a damper on our ability to promote ourselves properly. Sure. Um, yeah. you know, we, and we had a lot of turnover with, um, with personnel over the last three years. And I feel that now we've got a good core group here and we've invested the money in getting the media that we need to move up to the next level. And that is really our focus for this year is getting, you know, more into the festivals, into the private events. Um, we've, we've had people calling us. I've probably talked to 10 people so far, just since I've gotten back from Arizona of people that want us to play. Nice. And, you know, it's it's so nice to now have people calling us to book gigs rather than us having out. to beat the streets to find the gigs. Yeah. Um, That's yeah. really nice. Yeah. Yes, for sure. And how, how do our great listeners, like, find find you guys, reach out to you guys? Well, the, the main place would be uh, Facebook, our Facebook page, Raised on Analog. We also do have a website, RaisedOnAnalog.com. Okay. Um, email. Greg, G-R-E-G, at RaisedOnAnalog.com for gigs. But you can simply message us, you know, on Facebook, reach out. I mean, I think our phone number is published. Give us a call. I mean, we're we're easy. We're pretty easy to find. And we do try to keep, you know, videos and photos and posts coming. I mean, Mm -hmm. we try to stay pretty active. Yeah, just, I mean, like one of the one of the great gigs that we just picked up this week was the um, you know Winchester does first Fridays. Yeah, uh, and they're starting up back again in April, and they wanted us to play the first first Friday, so we're doing that awesome. on Yay. April fifth. Yeah, 
Uh, so yeah, and these uh, yeah, we like I said, we're just getting calls and calls, and we're working it out, and uh, our calendar's filling up pretty well for this Excellent. year. Excellent. This first Friday, so they are they in the Taylor Pavilion or do they it's, do it? It is the Taylor Pavilion. Okay, yeah, I hosted this for a long time years ago. I remember this. That's kind of cool. Nice, Pretty nice. cool. Yeah, I'm gonna come out and see you guys. It's cool yeah. little courtyard yeah. there. Yeah, for sure. I certainly can attest. I've sent Greg some emails trying to book you guys, and he was very responsive. So I will throw that out there. <laughs> there you go. Oh, you I, do, I little, do try to answer shameless very, plug. Uh, yeah, I try to I try to uh, get back and uh, and and answer very promptly. Um, Thank you for that. That is your gift, Greg. It's a it's a it's a it's a it's a, it's a <clears throat> the music industry is a difficult industry. Yes, it, it really is, and I try to be you know as proactive and as responsive as possible, and with the hopes that you know everybody that I deal with will do the same. Right. Yeah, right. Greg is certainly uh, the business guy behind the scenes, so he keeps us all in line. Yeah, you know, uh, he does a great job with that. He really takes the reins and he he runs with it. So and that's so necessary to yes. have. So yes. good. That's great, guys. What did we miss, Linda? Do, what did we miss about this band that we haven't talked about yet? Anything mm-hmm. or Jeremy? Uh, I got nothing. <laughs> you have more hair than. <laughs> I ever did. He has more That's hair awesome. Than Lennon. He's got some cla- classic looking hair. I love it. That's cool. I think one of the things you're missing about the band is just a lot of it is is the energy you're actually just going to physically witness on yes. stage. And you just, you know, if you love music, wear your band. You know, that's that's it. If you love you love the music, you love the 90s, you love the 80s, you love and what we're starting to work on now. Yeah. Um, just these these really fun, dancey wedding songs like. Yeah, we're going kind of disco. You it's know, so that much traditional fun. Motown disco. They're going to love it. You know, but the it's, it's really the energy. And I think you pick yeah. up on the energy when we talk to each other. But it's another thing when we're on stage together. It's another world. Yeah. You don't know how many times. Like during a set break, so people will come up and go, "You really love what you're doing, yeah, don't it you?" Shows. It shows yeah. on stage because you're just having a blast, aren't you? And I'm going, "Yes, <laughs> I am." And if you can feel it or not, whatever. I mean, that's cool. But you guys are yes. sitting at my dining room table and having a blast. <laughs> yes. I'm seeing yes. it, man. Yes. It's great. Another song. It, it doesn't. You're right, all right. It really doesn't matter if it's ten people or ten thousand people. I mean, we pour ourselves into our show. And I think anybody that comes to see us knows that. Right. And and I think that's really what makes it magical is just, I mean, we really enjoy what that's we do. That's cool. Yeah. Mick, were you serious? Is that serious? What, what you just said? Playing another under- song? Yes. He's sitting there itching. It's, well, what do you want to play? I don't know. What do you guys want to play? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Are you guys really how about, down for how that? About, how, about my other, how about my other favorite song? Oh, what's that? All I Want to Do. Oh, jeez. Okay. Wow. Folks, we we're going to get another that. treat, okay. man. Yeah. Raised on Analog is going to snap out another song. Is that okay? Sorry. We're Are you kidding? <laughs> you didn't really just Are ask me that. Are we wearing our welcome here? <laughs> no, not Can we at sit all. in your dining room and play music? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Here well, they are, folks. We'll make it work. You know, this ain't no disco. It ain't, it ain't no country club either. This is L.A. All I want to do is have a little fun before I die, says the man next to me out of nowhere. 
It's apropos to nothing. He says his name is William, but I'm sure he's Bill or Billy or Mac or Buddy. And he's plain ugly to me. And I wonder if he's ever had a day of fun in his whole life. We are drinking beer at noon on Tuesday in a bar that faces a giant car wash. The good people in the world are washing their cars on their lunch breaks, hosing and scrubbing as best they can in skirts and suits. They drive their shiny Datsuns and Buicks back to the phone company in the record store, too. Well, they're nothing like Billy and me, cause all I wanna do is have some fun. I got a feeling I'm not the only one. All I wanna do is have some fun. I got a feeling I'm not the only one. All I wanna do is have some fun. Until the sun comes up over Santa Monica Boulevard. I like a good beer buzz early in the morning. Yeah. And Billy likes to feel the labels from his bottles of Bud. He shreds them on the bar, then he lights every match in an oversized pack, letting each one burn. Down to his thick fingers before blowing and cursing them out. He's watching the bottles of Bud as they spin on the floor. And a happy couple <laughs> enters the bar. Good job. Yeah. Dangerously close to one another. Woo. The bartender looks up from his one ads. But all I want to do is have some fun. I got a feeling I'm not the only one. Have some fun until the sun comes up over Santa Monica Boulevard. Otherwise, the bar is ours. The day and the night and the car wash too The matches and the buds and the clean and dirty cars The sun and the moon But all I wanna do is have some fun I got a feeling I'm not the only one All I wanna do is have some fun I got a feeling I'm not the only one All I wanna do is have some fun the party has just begun All I want to do is have some fun I won't tell you that you're the only one All I want to do is have some fun Until the sun comes up over Santa Monica Boulevard Until the sun comes up over Santa Monica Boulevard until the sun comes up over Santa Monica Boulevard. Oh, yeah. Woo yeah. Loving it, man. 
Ryan, you and I are two lucky yeah. son of a guns, baby. We get oh, great yeah. music around our table every week, don't we? How oh, great was that? Thank you. Guys. Harmonies, man. Thank Harmonies. You. Harmonies. Thank you. So good. Thank you. Adrian, my goodness. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. And and Mick, yes. thanks, man. Blowing that, it out that on that guitar over music. there. <laughs> it was live. <laughs> and that's one of the other things that Greg told me when I joined the bands. We don't get real mad when people make a mistake. So that's good cool. idea. Just don't good. continue also to make the same one. Yeah. So Wait, there was mistakes? Yes. <laughs> no. And you've learned over the years that Never. most people don't care or Keep didn't even hear through. it anyway. They don't even right. care. Keep yeah, I, was, I got into that song and I didn't even hear anything wrong. I thought it was great. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm just. It's okay. Mick and I looked at each other. That's all we needed to know. Adrian and I know what happened. All of us noticed. Well, man, you guys have just proved to everybody listening that this is a badass band and you need to go see them at your earliest convenience. Don't wait, man. Go see Raised on Analog and help support them. get you some. They got great looking t-shirts, too. So what about merch? How about merch? Can people reach out and get that stuff from you, too? Well, we we really only have t-shirts. Working on, okay, Um, yeah. Do we we still have a website? We We do have some tank tops. Yeah. Yeah. It's more we don't really have an online presence just yet. So at our shows. Or, you know, I've even actually met people that just message me and say, hey, man, I want a shirt. Right. I will meet you at the CVS on my lunch break. You know, I mean, let's (laughs) do this. Yeah, absolutely. And so, yeah, we'll come to you. you, If you want it, you got it. And I've suggested Raised on a Low Kazoos. I think that would be a good <laughs> Kazoos are yeah. next yeah. on the list. Yeah. Yeah. That's, 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 that's sure. Our angle. Wow. And all you need is like a two or three hundred of them every yeah, night yeah, you yeah, play, yeah, yeah. playing back to you. That's what you need. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, guys, I can't think of anything more to, to get out about you guys. And it, I, I want to set up part three down the road. I think we need to do that because... I think between now and this time next year, you guys are going to have so many good stories to and tell we'll us. We'll bring the bourbon next time. Yeah, that, well, that's all right. You don't like my. If you don't like mine, it's no, okay. no, no, no. This was this was great. Look, it's gone. Though. Yeah, <laughs> I can see that. There's no, no, no issues Mixed with it. That was maybe the best bourbon I've had. I didn't buy it to look at it. I'm glad you guys. <laughs> no, thank you guys so much. Once more, we're raised on analog on Facebook. We're raised on analog um, on Instagram. Racedonanalog.com. Yeah. Any one of us personally, you can reach out to. So absolutely, and we are yes, easy to get a hold of. Yeah. Come, come see us at the Backseat Event Center on February tenth. That's a Saturday. We'll be opening up for the Amish Outlaws. Yes, and that's going to be a great show. That's going to be so much. The fun. Amish yes. Outlaws are so much fun. They are. Yeah, yeah. They really we are, are too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd say even more fun. Oh, I'm just going to say mm, I'm not no, that far, but yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> Ryan, what I miss, brother? Anything? Uh, I don't think so. I think we covered some great stuff. I we mean, did. I'm I'm floored. I I really appreciate the music. I I was hoping you guys would do some. So thank you all yeah. very much. That yeah. was thank fantastic. You very much. Yeah. God bless all of you for being amazing. Here and and you know anything we can do in the future to help you guys, let us know. You know schedules, anything we can do to come out, man. We'll be glad to do it. Get us into the tally ho. I I work on that. I'm going to send right. that email tomorrow. I promise cool. you. Cool. I Sweet. just I will send that email to to David tomorrow and, and let him know. Thank you guys for having us. Thank you so much. This was a lot of fun. This this was, no offense to Randy, but this was more fun than the first time. Ah, well, good. I'm glad you had a (laughs) good time. (laughs) We (laughs) love Randy. We love Randy. Randy and I have been friends for a long time, too. So good. Well, folks, we appreciate you taking time to be in the cafe with us once again. And as you found out, we have so much talent in this area, and we're just lucky. But in order to make sure they keep going, go out and support them. Don't forget to go out and spend some money and go see these bands and help support bands like ROA. Man, they're great. Uh, Ryan... Thank you, brother, for being here tonight. Appreciate yes, your help. You're always you always make everything better. You make my job easier, that's for sure. I want to give a shout-out to Chris Gray, our producer. 
He always makes us sound really good, and he's waiting extra late tonight because I'm going to do a couple of things before I get the show over to him. So he's staying up late for me. So thank you, Chris. I appreciate that. <laughs> Everybody else out there, thanks for joining us. Remember, if you're driving in the left lane and you're not passing anybody, you're on my shit list. Stop doing that <laughs> because you're not supposed to be in the left lane unless you're passing. But until we meet again, peace. <laughs>